when you think you have the answers, I change the cultures. Those, the words of CM Punk when he made his return, quote to WWE, and I got my quote fingers. This is Rossi on Wrestling. I'm your host, Jason D. I don't even know my own name. Jason Rossi, at Jason D. Rossi on your social medias. With me, as always, is my tag team partner in the podcast sphere, at BillyD2411. He is Billy D. Just when you think you have all the answers. Yeah. I say, fuck CM Punk. I hate you. Get off my TV, you whiny piece of shit. I hate you. So I will... um Go away. Turn, turn, unless turn. you're going to wrestle. Unless you're going to wrestle. Okay. Go away. So let, we'll definitely get into that. Uh, always love to have Billy with me. You know, love him. Just the spice of positivity that he brings to the world. Um, He's such a baby. I, I will say this. He's the biggest baby. To start what a cry, baby. He may be a little bit of a baby. He was also a little screwed over a little bit, but... No, they made me miss when they had your concussion in me. Well, that I'm not going to even get into. That's real. That's I mean, real, like getting like, like fired on your bur- on your wedding day, like getting your papers. That's some that worst shit's ass- happened to me. You grow up, you move <laughs> on, and life, life happens. Oh, I don't like my job. Just suck it up, man. You're making millions of dollars. Good point. All right, nothing I can say about that. But I would say this. The concussion thing's real. I'll give him yeah. that. But he sounded oh, like a allegedly. bitch about it. Yeah, it, well, of course. I can run the ropes. I can run the ropes. I don't, you don't need to make me run the ropes. Oh, fuck you. I still think the best part about the, that, are, you know, with him and Cole Cabana, that podcast that they put out, is when he um That, that fucking that, two-hour love note to himself, how oh, he's no. the greatest All I know ever. is that we're recording this on a Thursday night, and, and John uh, James Connors' status changed from healthy to questionable. Oh, nice. He's never your lineup? Uh, yeah, AC joint sprain. His Ooh. first game back. It's now questionable. With the same injury. Awesome. Oh, Carmelo Anthony signed with the Blazers. So, um, this is going to be a fun fun signing. Oh, I love, I love me some Mello. Oh, see, I don't like Carmelo Anthony. I just think the Blazers are like the one of the, well, now there's so much good basketball to watch. Regardless, CM Punk, um, when his big argument was like, they wanted me to face Triple H at WrestleMania. And don't get me wrong, I'm not going to. Oh, I never get the main event at WrestleMania. I will give him this. Did he deserve it? Yes. So did a million other people. Yeah. And we did a podcast a few episodes ago. A top 11 people that never got the title. They never cried their way out of company. He was the longest reigning champion in WWE history for a while. Yeah. For like the last 10 years. Suck a dick, man. Like, fucking grow up. Yeah, just when you hate your boss, that's what happens. Culture isn't good, but that's why I think he named it culture. And it was funny. I showed my wife this clip literally right before we started this podcast. She goes, it would have been better if he said, you, um, you think you have the answers. I'm changing. And if he said, the game... That would be the fun. camera and be like, maybe a little shot of Triple H. Because at the I end like of the that. day... The culture thing, like, I really was hoping he was actually going to say the Roddy Pop yeah. paper line. I changed the question. Yeah. But no, fuck you. Be original, at least. Like you, you, That was original, Yeah, yes. not really. You just changed the ending. It doesn't make it original. Well, I, well different. Whatever. So, the thing I would say, that the start... Just the, let's get facts, quote-unquote facts, out early. CM Punk is officially signed by Fox. He is not an employee of the WWE's. Will he be talking about WWE pro- program? Yes. He's going to be on WWE backstage. That's official. He's co- he's not a co-host. He's a contributor. He's going to be on twice a month, and there's no like long-term contract. Yeah, it's a These cushy are- time slot, 11 o'clock on a <laughs> Tuesday. 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 Yeah. Great, great spot for him. <laughs> um, shot in LA. This thing should be on after SmackDown. This should be the new Talking Smack. The show, actually, if you ever watch it. I love it. A lot of fun. Paige, you know why you love it? Because well, you must love Paige, because all she does is rip on Seth Rollins. 
Well, that and what Paige wears is pretty Paige? crazy because we had it on because it's on before SmackDown too. Oh, replay it right yes, before. Right. Yep. And that's when we do our show at my work, and we they were like, "Oh, we'll put this up for you" because I was in the control room, and everybody's like, "Oh my, who is that?" Oh, what I was like, "I'll give you some stuff to Google later." <laughs> like, you'll, oh, yeah, you'll yeah. like her even more after that. Or maybe but, not. But you're right. It's no, a good show. It's a. It's the. I always. This term's kind of stupid to use, but it's a fun show. It's, it's very fun, fun to watch. It's different. WWE is. Tr- I will give them this. Give them credit where credit's due. They are making attempts to knock the crap. Like, knock the. I don't know. Like, dust off themselves. They have this. They have that show, The Bump. That they have on their social I media. I saw that. It's not great. But but like what they do on that show is they talk like we're talking. This could be the bump. The Corey Graves podcast is just like this. They're not talking about wrestling like in storyline all the time. They're they're bleeding both sides and they're talking a little reality. And I like that. That's what I like about WWE backstage. They're critical of the stars. Like you come on here and we can say whatever we want. We don't have to be held accountable by anybody. We don't work for any companies. We're doing this out of passion and love and uh, and to enter- entertain you, the listener. But when you come on, you. You talk about Seth Rollins. I don't have to agree with you. I, that's fine. I can argue. I can be mad when you leave and be like, what the fuck is he talking about? But that's the fun of it. Where Paige literally has said things like, Seth Rollins tries too hard. He needs to shut his mouth. <laughs> and I'm watching this and I'm like, this is their own program. Like, that is incredibly different. That is like, when you watch Sunday NFL countdowns and Terry Bradshaw says, I don't know, Dak Prescott is not a good starting quarterback. It's like Michael Irvin letting loose on WEI back in the day. He was great because he would just tell you straight up what he felt and how he felt and he had a good opinion he knew what he was talking about so i enjoy that and i'll always say this anything that i think vince mcmahon isn't directly involved with they're going to crush people at my work again this is the industry they work in they're like we were surprised it looked great everything was like smooth professional yeah they're top of the line in that period yeah but But you never use in studios though they haven't been studios and i think that's a little bit to do with fox but you could you could feel the wwe fingerprints Mm -hmm. and i don't think um Vince is having anything to do with what's going on on the actual show, so that's why it's going to be better than most of the things they do. Yeah, and it's it's a great point. I think you're 100 percent right. But to the to the point that we're starting with, CM Punk officially back within the branch of wrestling, um, and obviously Billy not so happy or not. I mean, we'll we'll, we'll see it where it goes. It was a cool moment. Yeah. And- oh, it was for me. I was literally like, I woke up, had to take a pee because I'm an old man now, and I, I just that, so I was like 12. <laughs> yeah, you have to pee like every 10 minutes. <laughs> By the way, we always stop the podcast. And Billy pees four times during it. If you ever notice, I never. I'm just kidding. Maybe once. Come on, you gotta play to the audience here. <laughs> I just fart during the show and take craps that don't officially go down the toilet. So the uh, but like when CM Punk, like I what the nugget. Oh. What was that noise? I think it was your cat. Oh. So the point is that, um, but with CM Punk, when I saw it, I was like, I geeked out. I, I, don't, I didn't even look at the time because whenever I wake up in the middle of the night, I can't look at the time because it will give me like anxiety. But I, I like was like, this is insane. But I said, go to bed, tweet about it in the morning. Just wake up and talk about it. And I don't know. I had one of those moments that I've, we've been having a little bit of them recently in all forms of wrestling, but it's like, this is what it's about surprises the unexpected wrestling's been a lot better lately and it's because of the influx of NXT talent after the Saudi Arabia well, show w- yeah WWE and I even think like AEW it's just an excellent product it's just it's, it's great. getting better it's it's making me like the uh, Montez Ford gif of him just humping the top of the rope yeah. that's what I feel right now a little bit more for wrestling than I had felt in a long time CM Punk being back for this show 
it's going to get, I guess, a little bit more interest. But again, two times a week, 11 o'clock at night on a Tuesday, yeah. it's not really doing that much for me. And a lot of people were like, well, why didn't they do this at a show? It's like they can't because he's not going to be in a WWE ring Correct. for the foreseeable future. Because like you said, and I heard it the next day from a kid at my work who has like inside info somehow. He was like, yeah, Fox just signed him. They yeah. can just pay him whatever he wants. He's going to be on the show. So that, I guess, is going to be a nice treat for us because he is one of the greatest on the mic of all time. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. But what's he really going to like? He's just going to be a correspondent like the Shawn Michaels thing that they did the other night. It was, yeah. I'll take it. I'll see what it, see what it brings. So one thing we're going to get to coming up, we're each going, because I believe there is an inevitability. Well, there's more chance of an inevitability. An inevitability? Of, and Oh, that's a good one. Has that been your uh, no, handle? No, not yet. Might have to pop it on there. That's a real good one. I actually feel that one. Um, there's inevitability, Billy D, that CM Punk will return to a wrestling ring. It's, it, there's a part. There is a chance he won't. There's a chance he sticks to his guns and he doesn't want to do it, which is absolutely fine if he doesn't. But we're both going to pick three opponents for CM Punk's WWE in-ring return. We can get what well, I think we'll eat. We can each pick one that we want to give a little more background to. Maybe like for me, the way I'm going to do it, two I just matches I would love to see. And the third one is going to, I'll give you a little story to it. Um, but the first thing I want to ask, it, it did come out that, um, oh, I forget what Khan, uh, Tony Khan came out and said that he offered CM Punk a contract before Fox finalized the deal. So Billy, another Billy D, would you have preferred CM Punk in this WWE fold and potential in ring with WWE or at in AEW. I don't think I would want him in AEW just because I don't really love all of AEW right now. And I do still am committed to the WWE product and watch way too much WWE programming. And there's just more lower level talent, not lower level talent, but younger guys that I've seen for such a long time now in WWE that I would like CM Punk to wrestle and get the rub from. Whereas in AEW, It'd be cool to see him versus Kenny Omega, but CM Punk is a very good WWE-style wrestler. Whereas in AEW, I don't think he... You know, he'd be fine at the top of the card with Cody and Jericho because those guys are the WWE guys. But I'd prefer to see him... Like, him versus an Adam Cole. He's not on my list for a match I would want. But, like, just, just imagine that promo, him bringing him up. And I'm hoping that's what he's used for if he's ever brought back. And I would just... I want to see him in the WWE. I feel like he left with a bad taste, and like I would like to have him come back. He could probably blend some storylines of real life with Triple H and Vince McMahon and kind of work that in a way where they were trying to do that a few... Was it a year ago now where they were like, you're the voice, like we're going to give you all this stuff. Like, Who said this? The McMahons. Oh, to the fans? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was the end of last year. So it was almost could, a year ago. Yeah, he could come out and be like, this whole thing is bullshit. You know that I know that they don't do anything. Vince McMahon's a blah, 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 blah. And then you can kind of get that storyline smoothed out to a place where, like, maybe the McMahon's kind of, like, ship off forever. Exactly what you said for me is why I want him in AEW. I wanted him in AEW, number one reason, to ensure bigger names and bigger deals there. I love AEW. It has actually taken over my Wednesday night premium watch and I'll watch NXT thereafter. I still have not watched the ladder match between the women, so if you've seen that on NXT, don't tell me what happened. It's nuts. Um, I've, I've heard great things, and I don't know who won. It's very rare that happens. I saw what happened in the aftermath, uh, Shayna Baszler and Bayley, but I haven't seen that result. I watch a lot of it. I like NXT a lot. I still, there's something about NXT being two hours that just 
I don't know. I like the one hour. Like every time I watch, it, I go, if they cut that to an hour, it's a perfect show. But, I still think it's great. I still think it's a better no, product than AEW. Uh, ooh, no, I don't. I personally, just for me, I'm just, I love the different, like a, NXT I've seen, I guess, for so long. I love NXT. This is not a, and I've been loving Raw and SmackDown, but there's somebody AEW that just feels different. It feels kind of fresher to me, and I love it. I love the the angst that most of the former WWE guys have because I feel like when Cody's in the ring it's different now when John Moxley's in the ring it's different now you don't have to like these guys you don't have to like the way they do it but I can see it Pac I watch his match against Hangman Page I'm like this guy feels like he is legit angry there is like I think yeah, a chip a little, on their shoulders yeah they're hungry and I and love that and you can that. tell that they're hungry and that's why I was like if CM Punk ever went there and they had a couple more even Jack Swagger um, as JR, uh, JR actually called him Jack Swagger last night it was hilarious because they was like oh, I mean uh, Jack Hager was, well, he's, he's got swagger but but he's not swagger i just i'm sorry jr is one of those guys i don't give a crap he could literally of course they're all old i don't even know how the excaliburs but i just feel like he's old um but the point of this is i feel like if he was in the aew product it would have brought more eyes brought more legitimacy i think it would have just given them that neck i think what they actually need is just that one more big check matey type more check move to put them in a position to be like you don't need to watch those guys all the time. Not See, that- I think that CM Punk wouldn't go there because he's a coward and he doesn't <laughs> want to fail twice. And if that doesn't go well for him, then he's done with wrestling. Where if he sticks his toe in the water with WWE, see how it goes, and he comes back in WWE, he's not going to fail in WWE because he's too good. It's too big. If he went to AEW and that goes under in two years, like that's another black mark on CM Punk's record. And he seems like a soft <laughs> baby, really. Like he, he seems like, oh, I don't care about what people say. I've got, like, you know, I'm tough. But he's not. He's a baby. He's a big-time baby. That's an interesting point. (laughs) Huge baby. Would you say CM Punk is a baby? A baby. Huge baby. Can he fit in the crib? Uh, Yeah, we are now in the... This was just an office, (laughs) and now it's a full-on baby palace. Yeah, this is going to be the baby studio. We're officially broadcast (laughs) from the baby studio. I should get the sponsor. Anyway, so... um, Buy Huggies. Yeah, that might be too big. I'm thinking, like, something small, like, local, like, nursery... Close. Teddy's peanut butter? I don't know. The pe- babies can't even have peanut butter for a while. No, but Teddy's peanut butter would be a fun one. No, they can't really have anything, Bill. Yeah. Um, but, um, Boob juice. <laughs> yeah, give me that titties. So, yeah, so CM Punk, now, I just, for me, it would have been AW, but I do see what you mean. Maybe it would have been to him more of a risk. But if he's smart, he would have just done, like, I don't know, even a three-month contract and just milk that money and see what happens. But I really think he chose WWE as of right now, or Fox as of right now, because he doesn't want to be an angry. More importantly, and I know JC, take a drink from the Jabernacle, will love this. Shoot, this could mean drink. the return oh, of one AJ Lee, who is... I think they're... I'm going to tell you this right now. I'm sorry to purse his bubble. I'm going to say 0% chance. Why? I just don't see her having any interest interest in doing it again. I would want it. She's great. She was. She was fairly good wrestler, great character. I think she was above average wrestler and an outstanding character. They did stupid outstanding things with her like they always yeah, do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I shouldn't say she might have been one of the more versatile women characters. She might have been the time. most versatile woman at character. that time. She was something that was different. It was a real tough time for women's wrestling. Like it was that I'd call it literally. Like it was her moment. natty. Her and Natty, Eve Torres, Caitlin, like those are the only people that I even can recall like actually being in oh Beth Phoenix at the very tail end. But like she when she was in the ring, yeah, it was really just like Natty, Eve Torres, Caitlin, like Early the only Bellas. F- yeah, well or late-ish Bellas actually. Was it late? Like right before evolutionary Bellas. Yeah. Like enhanced boob Bellas. We got the they were there. One of them. Um yes. The other one was just like I'm gonna be me and like not worry about it. And not get like proposed to in the middle of a ring and that marriage not happen. 
That was a no. really great WrestleMania moment. John Cena also growing his hair out. John Cena's hair also does not look good grown up. So I'm hoping mine looks a little bit better. Yeah, it looks great. Why, why do you think? You think your hair looks bad? That's not great. I'm growing it out. Positive reinforcement? Yeah. looks good. Yeah, thank you. Um, John Cena's new movie, by the way. Was it funny. good? I haven't seen it, but I want to. The Fireman the fire. one? It just looks funny. Mm. I don't know why they're feels selling like it as real, a Christmas movie. feels like Tooth Fairy territory to me. Remember The Rock did Tooth Fairy? Oh, I remember. I don't never saw it, but... And the really weird football movie he did, too. That was also like The Tooth Fairy, but yeah, it wasn't. It was yeah, uh, just a standard popcorn fucking movie that he made. Oh, what was that one called now? It's going to bother me, and I'm not looking it the up. Pacifier? <laughs> That was actually a real movie with uh, Vin Diesel. Yeah. So, anyways, um, but for CM Punk, I think you know, at the end of the day, I think we are we, we're reaching into a territory where I think it is inevitable for him to return to the ring. So let's do it. Let's let's look at it this way. We're both fans. We both, I think, want to see him in the ring. Do you mm-hmm. want to see him? Uh, I would love to see him in the ring. He's a very good wrestler, and Nestle, the Jabberknocker, will always point out worst elbow drop ever. Ooh, it's mm. terrible. Uh, it's in. Homage yes. to so I think that always Macho Man. Yeah, and he delivers it like a fucking bag of shit. Oh man, you guys are always so critical. Um, I, I never looked at it as bad. I guess I never looked at it as good. It was. It, I always just think it's funny when certain moves were finishers for certain people and they're not finishers for others. It just always makes me. And laugh. you know, I love CM Punk. Oh yeah, we back in the day. Listen, he was the one thing keeping me in wrestling. Yeah, it was like that little off period. I can't remember exactly when, but I remember when me and you started talking about wrestling like again. Um, it was CM Punk. It was the ECW product. Because ECW did it. Like, ECW for me was like, I didn't watch original ECW very often. Uh, but I when they were bringing it back, I'm like, this is going to be different. I'm going to watch it. And I remember that first night, the things that stood out to me was CM Punk and Kelly Kelly getting naked. Yeah. Well, of course. And but, to think they were dating. Yeah. Well, he did pretty much all the people. He wrestlers. ran through them all. He's a ladies' man. It was Carlito and CM Punk, I think, both are two I think of Carlito them. might have been a little bit too forceful backstage. That's why he's no longer we, there. We don't need to talk about that. But And I also hear his, uh, was it cousin? What's his, or is that his brother? Epico? Is Epico? One of them is, I think. They're gone, officially. No oh, really? longer no Until they pop up again. I'll tell you what. I was like two or three years ago now. I went to a SmackDown with JC, and all of a sudden, there's like this big tag team brawl, and then out of literally, not left field, but like, right like not one of the runways they normally come out of just the colognes and jeans just come flying out we're like who the fuck is that billy i was there with you were you there that was uh, yeah we were all there that oh, was Jesus. a yeah and it also reminds me it was smackdown last year i mean survivor series last year when they had the smackdown tag teams versus the raw tag teams and like we're like who's on these tag teams and then it just shows the colognes they never showed up once before they were drafted nope and they won that match they didn't win it but they, they were, were part of the winning, winning team, team. wild yeah. anyway so yeah so cm punk Back into WWE ring. So there's no guidelines to this. We, sometimes I'll try to like put things in like, like, all right, Bill, this is the way we should do it. And you'll tell me to F off and do your own rules. Mm-hmm. Um, or you'll tell me, hey, this is what I'm thinking. I'll be like, I completely disagree with that. This one, there's no argument. There's nothing. Just three wrestlers or three opponents you would like to see in face. Can be realistic, unrealistic, however you feel. And let's say one of them, we can go back and forth. On the third ones each, let's like say, here's a little bit of a story I would tell with it. Okay. You want to start? Sure, I will start. For me, this is just like dreams for me and my wrestling fandom. It doesn't have matter where. It could be at freaking right outside my house. It could be at uh, the Lynn Auditorium. Oh, that's too big. Uh, wherever the Lynn shows usually are. Where Lynn wrestling Auditorium. Comes oh, okay, so Lynn Auditorium. I want to see CM Punk in the ring with AJ Styles. To me, that is a match 
that I think it would be perfect also for CM Punk's return to have a guy that like is probably one of the literally we, everyone always says this guy's the best that guy's the best there's no argument he's a top five wrestler one of the better performers and I think especially like character wise if they wanted to tie in the story yeah as a heel I, honestly I don't even care but like I think I, I would love AJ to come back to be a face just not I just think that finally found a good place for him to be a heel with an actual crew the OC but yeah I just think CM Punk AJ Styles would be the perfect match for his return to have somebody that is such a ring general that could carry him through it and also highlight everything that CM Punk is. He's not oversized, not undersized. I think it would just be an excellent match. So he was definitely on my list. I mean, that's a pretty obvious one. <laughs> not to not to not not to poo-poo your thing there. Let's see if James Conner's healthy. <laughs> no, but one of mine would be, and I was gonna, uh, you know, I'll save him for last. But I would like to see. So that's the your debut. Sto- the guy you just said is your storyline guy. No, no, no. The guy, I'll, I'll, I was going to put him now, but I'll, I'll do the storyline last. I'll follow the rules. I would want the Velveteen Dream to debut against CM Punk. I would like him to interrupt him, come out, and, you know, you... Like a Fandango Chris Jericho style? A little bit more grandiose, because I think... <laughs> I think the Velveteen Dream... Is he hurt, have, by the way? He must be. Because he's been long gone off of television. They, they, gave they did that injury storyline. Story so I'm assuming... And I thought time for an injury, if that really is the case. Yeah. Unless they have something really creative and they're just holding him for a reason. Like, I thought he was going to be the replacement in the Survivor Series match. Uh, sorry, War Games match. Yes, but he's not. And he's not. Yeah, so he must actually... Where's Johnny Gargano? Is he hurt, too? I don't know. Is that part of the story? Anyway, sorry. But I would love to see him debut. It would be a great way to debut him. It would get people introduced to him that don't already know him. It would be a great way to set him up for success. And he should fucking beat him. And CM Punk, if he comes back at this point in his career, he should be doing what Rey Mysterio was doing for a while and just putting people over. Yeah, um, Kurt Angle did it on his return. Yeah, well, well return no, forget to about return to return to return. Yeah, but forget about Baron Corbin in WrestleMania. That's the one people always like his last match. He put over... Drew McIntyre before unfortunately Drew McIntyre got hurt for the in and his squashed. long gone but he tapped out to the ankle lock on Raw in the main event like that was a I remember being like this is it here we go finally that was right after they separated him and uh, Ziggler but the point is I think Velveteen Dream would be a very interesting one because he's a he's got money and future star power written all over him he's only got to be what 26 27 I think he's even younger I think he might be like 23 24 we'll even just say 25 for arguments like just put it 24 like that's a long time to be like he's he like a Randy Orton style day headline Wrestlemania he definitely should. Yeah, and he's, and he's got character. He's got a lot going for him. I will say he does do a little bit of underselling some stuff and doesn't go super hard. Like, I will critique him like I critique everybody else. But for the most part, he is a very good wrestler. I'd give him, like, a, a solid B as a wrestler. The match he had with, and this is going to be my next one, so I'll just go. No, 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 no. No? We're not going to go... You want to just go? You want to go, go two in a row? Yeah, I'm, I'm in All a row. Right, you're right in now. a place. I'm going to shut up and listen. All right. The Hang ultimate up. bro. By the time Zack Ryder, that is a good call. No. That would be a good storyline to no. go back there, 2011, when he was U.S. champ, CM no, Punk no, was no, champion. No, 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 he no, put no, him on, no. and CM Punk brought no. him out. Remember, we were at that RAW. Yes, I do remember. And they brought that. out Zack Ryder because the crowd chanted for him. And for so literally, long. CM Punk went to the back. They're like, all right, we got to get this. Guy and out. brought him out, like the t- back. No, Matt Riddle. To- oh, sorry. Because by the time he's wrestling, <laughs> he'll probably be fully up. I would imagine. <laughs> but even if not, that would just be. I feel like Matt Riddle can't have a bad match. He's really excellent. He is probably my favorite performer in ring to watch besides Kenny Omega right now from a standpoint of just everything he does looks solid, looks real, looks clean. It's something about those people who were MMA-style wrestlers really, obviously, they know how to 
hit, hit. Yeah, they, and they also know how to make it look real because it was real to them. Yeah, so it's it would be I think a very good match. I think you mm. get some really good promos out of the two of them. Even though Matt Riddle isn't a promo specialist, with a guy like CM Punk, it would be very easy for that to work back and forth. Same thing with Dream. Yeah, it's hard for me to come up with like this next one to me is because I just think all the story and I'm not saying my storyline one I just can see all the story being so big massive and I think it would actually make me go I wonder how they're gonna do this even though there's many better wrestlers like an Andrade would be incredible a um, I consider like, Andrade he was like one of the guys I'm like oh that match would be great even like I know it's weird but just like the look and the stability like a Buddy Murphy type but I take that all away because this is the match I think would just be honest about it no? Who's that? Roman Reigns. No, no, that's a good one. That's a good one, Bill. But nope, I'm going Triple H. Because I think putting those two in the ring with all the story and the history would make you say, I can't miss this. Even if it isn't good. I I, I know it's going to be a weird analogy, but when it was Goldberg versus Undertaker in Saudi Arabia, which I know you're, you're a, you're a cold-blooded watch. American, you don't watch Saudi Arabian shows. When that match was coming on, and we all know it was a horrible situation. Both men have now had to come back and, like, prove that they can both wrestle to a degree. That match was like, I have to see this just because, like, I have to see it. Like, what a spec. You had to see it. The theory behind the match is you have to see it. And this, to me, would I would have to see it. Because think about it. If Triple H, if CM Punk just decided, F this guy. Like, he is now a trained fighter. Like, you can... Ah! <laughs> you can say what you want, but like we're like Matt Riddle, he, he may have not won, but he could he could do dangerous things to any person anytime. Yeah, so could half the roster. I'm sure they can all fight well, punching people. Yes, but I mean like he could potentially put like Triple H. Just say he wanted to. He could snap his arm. He could do something crazy. That type of mentality put into this, and say they they decide to do anything storyline with it. Oh my god! I just think it would be such an compelling I, thing. I just I feel like what Triple H is doing right this moment is what Triple H is made to do for the rest of his career. I agree with you, but I'm just this is just I would if they ever said WrestleMania with Triple H CM Punk CM Punk said something like the only way I'm coming back in the ring is I'll get your you wanted your stupid match five years ago I'll give it to you this year and I'm gonna kill you on live TV. Now, I know he wouldn't say something that ridiculous. Or he's like, I'm going to I mean, end I'd your be wrestling it career. Because, I mean, the night we went to Raw, I think last year, and Triple H came out and cut a promo, he's still very good. Oh, yeah. He's a very good wrestler. I think he's a little bit overrated as far as his legacy goes. He's one of the greatest dead. champions of all time. Now you sound like my man Bret Hart. Yes. Well, he really is. Like, he, name it, one Triple H match. It's, name me well, one. I can name, name some. Me one. But the best thing Two about, against The Undertaker. The best. I can and the name one against Shawn Michaels. I, okay, I can name a couple of those. But the best thing about what Bret Hart says, he just always says, what house did Triple H ever sell? That line, and that's what a lot of, like, we really joke. Has. We joke a lot about stuff here. And you can listen to all the shoot. You can listen to all these podcasts. There's so much accessibility to wrestling out there. But it is very true. And that's, like, the biggest criticism of today's product. Like, nobody's selling a house. Like, you're not going There's to... There's no chance. Who's the champion right now at WWE? Uh, the Fiend. Okay, we'll use The Fiend. You can use Brock Lesnar and The Fiend. It's the Fiend's show is going to be at TD Garden this weekend facing Daniel Bryan in the main event, which, by the way, awesome. The whole other... We can talk about that as we get closer. That's awesome. They don't have a star. But that's not going to sell anything. Yeah. It's The product sells itself now, which is such a problem, and that's also a lot of these issues that I think these wrestlers have. The point is... Back in those days, they used to always criticize, like, when Triple H became, quote, the man in, like, 99, Mm -hmm. Stone Cold was still there. So people were buying for Stone Cold. Then Stone Cold left after 2001. The Rock was gone around at the the same time. It's like, 
Or Until John Cena emerged as the guy, as the guy that ch- like drove the ticket yeah. sales for children and women, and even like guys like us, mm-hmm. there was really nothing. He was like Triple H was you know Bret Hart of the back in the day, and I whoa, I would like whoa, to whoa, 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 like Bret the Hart. or uh, all right Diesel, thank you Diesel. Bret Hart, I think, is just so sentimental to us. Yes. Uh, it would be probably like watching a, you know, like the Red Sox. Like, I loved Tim Nairing and John Valentin because that's who was Troy there. Troy O'Leary. Troy O'Leary. I love those guys. Come on. Who didn't love a little Lee Tinsley out there in center? Darren Bragg. Darren All Bragg. Day. Then you got Darren Lewis. I don't think anybody liked Great Darren defender, Lewis. though. He was. Batted, batted probably better than Jackie Bradley, I would Yeah, imagine. but Jackie Bradley's the man. Um, I bet you they're equal fielders. Darren no. Lewis was amazing. I think Jackie Bradley Jr. might be the most underrated fielder, like maybe in Red Sox history. The guy underrated. Is, People think he's the greatest fielder ever. Then he is. That's what he is. Field of dreams. All right, and by the way, he's won World. He's incredible. Anyways, all right, fair enough. And he also gets very streaky. He can have a good couple weeks. No, no, no. he does not get streaky. He will have like he's like four a, weeks he's, he's every like, every year and a half. He's like a shit stand. Yeah. You get one every so often. As soon as you get it, you gotta wash it off. <laughs> He's not great. <laughs> and I love him. I love what he can do in the outfield. But back to the mediocre, the mediocrity of Triple H. He, he that that match I would be somewhat interested in. I wouldn't I wouldn't That's all it takes. Yeah. I feel good. Right. Move on. Moving you, on. So this is it. So now it's gonna be our booked situation. Alright, so my booked one is Hold on, let me let me think of what NXT superstar. It's not about. NXT. Ooh. Okay, I'll give you three guesses. Is it a current roster member? It is. Okay. Because I thought there might be a chance you went somewhere else. Uh, I think I just think of Billy's love affairs because you always book in your guys. I don't think it's a love affair. Charlotte. Nope. That would be great. That's really weird, but I just, for some reason, um, it's going to be tough for me. This this is really hard because there's so many wrestlers. No, you're not going to go with someone like Baron Corbin. Nope. Uh... There's somebody I'm missing. It's good podcasting right now, too. I know. And I knew it was going to be like this. It's going to be Cesaro. Oh, wow. Cesaro. One, because okay. I think Cesaro could get launched from this. And I just think it's one of those things where CM Punk could come out and cut a promo to this effect of, like, you guys hold down these people like you held me down. You held down a guy like blah, 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 blah. And probably one of the most talented guys on the roster, Cesaro, who's never even had, like, a title shot or whatever it is. Like, yeah. kind of Kofi Kingston him. Mm-hmm. And then Cesaro comes out and says, fuck you. I don't need you. I've been here the whole time while you've been gone being terrible at MMA. You know, this, that, the other thing. Like, like I, can, I don't want to trip, but yeah. he could literally say, like, so you used to call yourself the best in the world. Yeah. I, I've yeah. been proving that. Yes. Just because I haven't gotten the opportunities doesn't mean I'm any less talented. Yeah. And I think Ooh, that would be... I'm already compelled. Yeah. I think that would be a pretty good feud for him to kind of start with. For like, if he came mm. out to, like, cut a promo on the wrestling business and he called out all of those guys for being so good. And, oh. it, and Cesaro came out and was like, no, fuck you. You I'm in left this. wrestling. You left us to go away at a time where, you know, the, the business needed you. And then you didn't come back when the business needed you. I've been here working my tail off and I've been dealing with the same crap that you've been doing it doing. But I do this because I love this. Yeah, I don't need to be in the main event. I don't cry about, oh, man. I think he would be the perfect guy because Cesaro is, whether it's fortunate or unfortunate, he is like in that Dolph Ziggler place. Now, I know Dolph Ziggler is one of my guys, but I mean, he's just... 
too good of a worker. Mm-hmm. That he's never going to be the champion. He's never going to be a full ha- face or heel. His best run will probably go down, unfortunately. Well, no, this was a great run with Chai the bar. Chai. It was incredible. But what you just said, there is something to that. Like, I could see that like a SummerSlam. Or like, and it's like the third to last match. Or that could even be the main event. And it because sometimes like we thought we thought Fiend and Finn Balor should have been the main event this year at SummerSlam. Because it was something new and different. Anyways, I, I really like that because I could already see the promos. Because Cesaro... Good on them, underratedly, like, he can do fine it. on the mic. He, he can carry his weight. And just, but you give them something like this, where it's like, just go be you, Cesaro. Mm-hmm. Don't be the, some Superman. It's the Kofi don't be, Kingston kind of promo. Yeah, and just go and do it. These We don't need writers. This is what the absolute, we don't need writers. You two just go. And he just simply said something like, you, you said, you left when we needed you the most. Like, if he would even bring up, like, at WrestleMania 30, I won the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. That was the biggest night of my career. Well, all, what was everybody talking about? Oh, is CM Punk coming back? Is CM like I, we don't need you? Yeah, every Royal like, Rumble, all every, that, everything. Every like time I've Paul been Heyman there. comes out to your music yep. and the crowd gets riled up. When there's a lull in the crowd, people chant CM. Punk. Yeah, people have been chanting for you, yeah. but they've really been looking for me. Yeah, like they needed someone to look. That would be. Really good. It's going to tie into some of my story with that, what you just, we were just talking about. But that one I actually would love to see. Yeah. That is one I'm in. I am fully invested. Uh, for me, this one's really hard. So I have an A and a B. I know I shouldn't do that, but I'm going to give you the one I'm not going to go with because I think it's just almost too good and I wouldn't even want it. Like, I want them to do it. The obvious, really, the greatest story they could pull off would be Daniel Bryan because CM Punk simply could say, hey, kid, if I didn't walk away, you would you'd be never. Nothing. You would. You'd be. Yeah. You'd be nobody. You'd be going back to the bingo halls. And then Daniel Bryan could simply be like, "I almost lost my career because of how much I cared, how much I did, and how much I fought for." Like I could see that. But the guy I'm going to go with is going to be much to your chagrin. It is going to be the number one guy in WWE right now, Seth Rollins. Here's leave. why. I'm going to leave. I'm just no, going to walk out. I think oh you're going to like this. No, I would not. There's nothing. He's not. He's not bookable. <laughs> he's not entertaining. He's the worst. He's the worst. Here's why. So he does, Seth Rollins has become default, like, welcome to Monday Night Raw, we're here in Baltimore, guy. The I'm worst the best wrestler to, in the world. <laughs> I think he, both three years ago, you can do all your criticism you want, three years ago, I don't think anybody was arguing, he was right under, the, like, the top card part, he was what CM Punk, he was like, the, the fans loved him, they wanted him to be number one guy. The fans absolutely were like... Give Seth Rollins the ball. We want to see him run with it. Like before his injury or after his injury? after his injury, when he was like that tweener, like the like he came back and then he lost to Ambrose for the title, and it was just like that weird time. But it's like I think there was a moment there where it was like we want Seth Rollins to get that ball and run with it. Like let him be that number one guy. When he was a heel, it was like he was kind of like cuckled like everything else in WWE right now. <laughs> he was kind of like stopped from being it. So anyways, the way I look at it is CM Punk interrupts him like it comes out of the blue like we don't even know he's going to be on a Raw and he just simply says kid you ain't cutting it. You ain't CM Punk. You are not who you think you are. And this easily does what we really need and unfortunately this is a podcast for another time what always happens to guys when they get to the main spot the fans turn on him. Roman Reigns, John Cena, Dean Ambrose, Kofi Kingston for like a slight little second there. It's like fans are awful to these guys, but then turn it. Then when it needs to happen, just turn the wheel. WWE's been so quick. Long-term storytelling is long gone. Kofi Kingston was a not even a thought as Elimination Chamber. Let's put him in, the, in WrestleMania. Let's give him the title. It happens like this now. So Seth Rollins, the fans have turned on him. 
We need to see something different. CM Punk literally just undresses him in front of the audience, destroys him, and he simply just says something like, like, whoa, this is this is your like comeback. This is what you need to do. Just be like another internet troll. Everybody else tweeting at me. This is who you are. I just feel like those two, first of all, can I think would be really Terrible good in the match. I think would be really good in the ring. I think would actually bring some reality into their promos where I think that's what Seth Rollins could use a little more of. And I just think just the fact of those like so he's your chosen one of this current time right now is Seth Rollins. CM Punk is like the chosen one of the, the last people. Yeah, like Daniel Deserve Bryan, it. all these guys. Yes. Good wrestler, good promo. <laughs> nice guy. No, no. Not a nice guy. <laughs> so I just think that would be something like currently like would be huge for them. And I think would literally like take and maybe even help Seth Rollins in a bigger term. Like you need Seth Rollins to be a dick heel again. How many more main event big spots can we give this guy before we just say, all right, he doesn't have it. I don't know. We've been doing it with Roman Reigns for a while. But he has He has it. He has the in-ring skill. He doesn't have the it factor outside. He has more of an it factor than Seth Rollins, though. I still think the crowd, as soon as Roman Reigns get back in the main event, which is probably right around the corner at this point, I think you're going to hear those boos right back at him. Oh, you will. But at least he is a polarizing figure in a way that Seth Rollins isn't. People just kind of like, for me at least... I just don't want to see him. Roman Reigns, even when I was like, yeah, I don't really love his character, I still wanted to see what he was doing. See, I literally, there was a time when I said, if Roman Reigns is on my screen again, like, I'm going to stop watching. The Suffering Succotash. Well, that was like era, OG was bad. bad. That was before main events. As soon as WrestleMania 31, like, he was going against Brock Lesnar, I remember being like, viscerally, like, I remember at my apartment at the time, I was like, I can't handle the fact that he's going to become the champion. And then thankfully, Seth, of all people, it's so weird. What a weird time. Seth Rollins, like, saved the show. Was incredible. See, and I, then the next year, it was him versus Triple H. And I was like, I'm at that this was, WrestleMania. That was bad. This is awful. Then the next year, he's beating the goddamn Undertaker in the main event, which was his last that. match. It was awful. And then 34, you're facing Brock Lesnar again. And Brock Lesnar beats him. I'm like, what, am I, what is going on? That one was really strange. And then this year, he came back against Drew McIntyre in a match nobody saw. Yes. But. To your point on the, uh, they they kind of hammer things home and wait too long. And I hate to do the, you know, Boston sports fan thing like, oh, the Patriots have it right. The Patriots are always <laughs> a year too early rather than a year too late. And I think that's the... It's hard to believe, but you're right. Like, sometimes you're like, why did that guy go? But it's true. And sometimes it doesn't work out. Some, hmm. But I would say for the majority of the time, it does. They like They let go of Ty Law. That might have been a little too early because he was so Or like Lloyd Malloy is always Lloyd like a very famous one. But, so, but for the most part, they're usually pretty spot on with who they lose at the time. Yep. WWE needs to adopt that. Like if they had won with Roman Reigns a year earlier, when he was everybody was clamming for him to win the Royal Rumble. Like, it was well, only, I still think there's a, oh, oh, like a tie because they didn't put Daniel Bryan in, so they just wanted anybody but Batista. But even still, but yes, he the was, point is he, he, if he, he would have ever won that, they would have won nuts. Yes, they would have won nuts. You could have pushed him. I think... I think they, they, they force it down your throat a little too long. They build it up a little too long before they give you what you want. What a moment in time. That Royal Rumble, everybody wanted Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan and Bray Wyatt had one of the Rey best Mysterio. matches. <laughs> and they bring Rey Mysterio, gets booed out of the building. Then it's down to Batista, who literally nobody wanted back. Nope. Like At that time, it was like, we don't need you. What are you doing here? And Roman Reigns in the ring, and everyone's claiming for him. One calendar year later, it was Ziggler... The final four was Ziggler, Big Show, Kane, Roman Reigns, and people and booed him. Out people of the were line. like, "This is this." Was Ziggler. that when they brought the Rock out? Yep, the first like Ziggler, please Ziggler. 
Big Show knocks, uh, sorry, whatever, knockout punch. He's just dead. They Kane and Big Show just take his dead carcass and throw it over yeah. the top. Be like, oh no, it's gonna be Roman Reigns. This is embarrassing. They can't do it. They Roman Reigns somehow kills the two of them. Rusev's still out there. So oh, yeah, like, yeah, Rusev. Yeah. And it's like, here we go. My gosh, they're gonna Tosses push Rusev. Right up. Two seconds, throws him out. Booze, end all booze in the Rockets. Again, though, booed. if you. If you again went huh. a year early, I mean they have never executed on Rusev. But if you if you chose Rusev until there, now, until now, oh god, <laughs> that's fucking awful. But I'm just I'm all about now giving that extra push because you're gonna have a chance to shove people down our throats for the rest of the year. But at, at those <laughs> type of moments at the Royal Rumble, try to build a guy, try to try to make a spark. I picked splash. my sleeper pick for like three years. It wasn't hasn't happened now. It was always been Cesaro. I just feel like because there's two titles first of all, so you, you don't even have to put him in the main event. Main event, no. Put him somewhere else. I don't care. Last year, women main event. No one saw that coming. So it's like, just like what they did with Kofi. How much better would that cool Kofi storyline been? Kofi should have been the main event. If, but how about this? If he won the Royal Rumble. Like Seth Rollins yes, won the Royal 100%. Rumble, which was great at the time. It was before everyone turned. Um, but like, it, it's just those moments are great to especially build the out. Like, I'm waiting for the year we get a complete out of the blue Royal Rumble winner. And I think if there's ever it a time. It hasn't happened in a long time. It's, it's like almost never happened. We really look back and all the winners. I mean, even like a young Sheamus. Winning it. Sheamus yeah. is the most is the one that I always look. At. I'm like, wow, I really didn't see that. I think happen. a young Batista won it once, and a young. But um, young Batista was big. He was like a big name. Yeah, it was but at least John they Cena. gave it to in a, and yeah, I was just gonna say John Cena. At least they gave it to a young guy. Even oh though yeah, he was but I'm talking touted. about like that's at least when there was no, oh, there was still t- two titles then. I'm just thinking of it from a fact like if this year, just say you wanted to push Andrade, we're just gonna use him. He Jake. should win the Royal Rumble then. Like, that's a way... Like, Shinsuke Nakamura is kind of on that line, too, of kind of a pretty surprising one. It's like, that's how you do it, though. Did, you, did they drop the ball? Yeah. Sure. 100% they dropped the ball. But... It was ridiculous. But... <laughs> but, like, these and, are guys, like... If I wanted to say, hey, listen, we need to build somebody and we need to make a star... But, okay. I mean, international flair, good package with the Zelina Vega. Like, I could see Andrade winning it and, like, being very, very compelled by it. All right. How about maybe Aleister Black? We actually want to maybe do something with this guy? Maybe yeah, you like do him. like you did with Baron Corbin winning the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. You should even out of de- I, would, I would debut a guy and have him yeah. win. Our I would have Velveteen Dream win or the fucking Ultimate Bro Matt Riddle yeah. win. You need to me. You, you, I mean, if you, I probably mentioned it a hundred times on the podcast. The Royal Rumble is my favorite event of the year. I've never I'm heard talking, that before. I'm talking holidays, Christmas. Wait a minute. Birthdays. So, better than up, Thanksgiving. Stop, better than stop. Christmas. I'm gonna say a holiday, and you're gonna tell me if you like this better. All right. Thanksgiving. I like the Royal Rumble better. But you don't... You, no pressure. There's no pressure on Thanksgiving. You just eat. You I know. Your family. I love Thanksgiving. But okay. I like the Royal Rumble better. All right. Christmas, I'm not going to ask because I, I think everyone would probably... At this age, you got to love Royal Rumble better because it's too much pressure. It's the most fun money. you can have as an adult with your clothes on is the Royal Rumble. Hmm. There's... there's Now there's two, which... That was... A, and they ruined it with having the greatest Royal Rumble. But it was the <laughs> purest thing in wrestling for a long time. There was only one, and it was once yeah. a year. Now they have the women one, separate but equal. I get it. That's yeah, fine. That's fine. That's fair. The women's one is interesting as well. I think we need to get a huge pool this year for the Royal Rumble. I'm going to do like a work pool, do old work pool, Wait, so wrestling we, pool. We got 30 people last year. Yeah, hell yeah. Like, it is the most fun to have. And if you can launch a superstar in it, fuck, I, this would be the one exception. If you want to get really crazy this year, have CM Punk win it. 
Like, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for tuning in. We'll be no, that's yeah. a, that really is. Like, if you want to get really crazy, shit, man, and I have usually... him main event, and literally the only matches he wrestles all year is the Royal Rumble and, and then the main event of WrestleMania, and that is literally it. Uh, people would just love that. People love when people do that. That is so funny because, like, I always usually have like by now, and uh, it goes against everything I would ever say. No, I get it. But I can see them doing it. Yeah. I always look at... Right now, we should know in our head who at least a projected winner of the Rumble is. I think last year I was saying Kevin Owens. I remember I was at this time because I was like, he's had that feud with Shane McMahon. He's going to end up being like that guy. I just was like, it's going to be Kevin Owens. Or maybe that was two AJ years Styles. ago. Right now, you got AJ? He hasn't done it. They're probably going to want to give him all the big moments. He's probably close to a triple crown or a, a, a Grand Slam champ Oof. if he's not already. I don't think he's been a tag champ or an IC champ. He's been U.S. World. Yeah. And... Universal? Nope. They'll give him something. But who knows? Yeah. That takes one day. They can yeah. just start giving people titles. But right now, if I just had a... Pro- oh, man. It's really hard. I think it'll be him. I think it's going to be a fate... You know, I'm too scared to say Roman Reigns because I think it's It's tough to tell stupid. this time because you don't know who the belt's going to be on. I just have a feeling it's still going to be Brock and Bray. Brock and Fiend. So I'm thinking... I know they put him he's in NXT now. I was going to say Finn Balor but they're not going to no Finn Balor won't do it I think they're going to pull him back up uh, it's really hard Dan O'Brien Dan O'Brien's my guy has he ever won one? nope he's only been in like two yeah he could win one <laughs> thanks Bill he, he'd come out of one I think he would be really, really... I just could see him. But anyways, so CM Punk, again, just to quickly list out, I said AJ Styles, Triple H, Seth Rollins, and Dave Bryan. The ultimate bro, Matt Rill, Velveteen Dream, and Antonio Cesaro. By the way, Mustafa Ali. Got his name back! He's got the Mustafa back. I told my wife last night, she goes, simply, good for him. Yeah. Good for him. Ali, she goes, didn't do it for me. And it didn't do it it for literally anybody. And it was just dumb. Mustafa Ali... Give so much more character. Like, what is Ali? Who is he? What does he mean? What does what he is do? Andrade? Awful. Yes. At least he, like, you hear flair of, like, okay, so he's, like, Spanish, Puerto Rican, he's something, South American, okay. His whole name was cool. His whole name was Cian incredible. Almas. Yeah. Andrade, Andrade Cian Almas. And all it meant was 100%. Yeah. He's the fucking man. That is a great, and that's a character right there. By the way, Zelina Vega in the ring is fucking amazing. She is such a good fucking wrestler. See, I find her good more as like the, like throw in there here and there. I don't think she can, she's great in like full matches. I don't know. Like what I, from what I've seen from her, she can fucking go. Like she makes, she she makes the Hurricane Rana look real. The only other person I've ever seen make the Hurricane Rana look kind of real. No, she did it terribly. (laughs) Was was Dean Malenko. This was like fucking beautiful. He just, it was always his opponents too yeah. but yeah oof. um all right so uh, yeah by the way i think we're one or two days past the eddie guerrero oh uh r.i.p anniversary favorite match of all time contains him that way mysterio halloween havoc oh, 97 fucking beautiful match unbelievable match. eddie guerrero's the guy i think i've talked about this once before but i'll say it here before we wrap up he's the one i missed like not i saw his matches but when his rise happened right before WrestleMania 20 i was i don't like i was watching it but i was never like I was like, oh, Eddie Guerrero needs to be the champion. Like, I loved him in China. Like, that to me was like an incredible... That shows how great we're great. Yeah, I missed his, his, like, uh, shitty belt run. That belt that he took from Brock. Yeah, like... I, I missed that, like, that kind I of that watched run it all, in that air. But I didn't, like, I remember him beating him in no way. I didn't watch it because that was when I would have to pay. <laughs> um... Excuse me, but like when that was also like had Goldberg interfere, but it was like such in this moment. And so many people talk about, especially if you listen to like the Pritchard podcast, he's like emotional with Eddie. But I'm like, 
Okay, then this match against um, Kurt Angle, just I completely underappreciate at the time. Like, I watched that like a few weeks ago, maybe a few months ago now. Like, what an incredible, maybe one of the better WrestleMania matches no one talks about. Good run there for a while. Him and JBL, bloodbath. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, but yeah, RIP to Eddie Guerrero. What an, just an incredible, like, just there's a wrestler. There's just a guy who's like made for wrestling. Pure. Pure. Yes. Unbe- like, he, he could power wrestle pretty much anybody. He was a great high flyer and just smooth, clean. He made everything look and feel real. I don't know if him and Bret Hart ever squared off in any. I don't think they did. There's like, there's like some of those a fucking great match. Like Kurt Angle and Bret Hart to me is always like if you could ever just place those two guys in a ring together, holy smokes! Yeah, both in their prime. Oh my god! I just think like the ring would just like light on fire because it would be too good. But um, but yeah, I just think the the oof, Eddie Guerrero. It's sad. I remember that SmackDown because I remember he was supposed to fight, I believe, Mr. Kennedy. And, and there was like a weird thing going on. And it was a story broke, I want to say, like that Tuesday morning because I remember we used to go to a Good Times Emporium. Oh, yeah. The and, great Good Times Emporium. And we had a lot used, of good times at the Good Times. Yeah. You saw someone get stabbed or there was a story of someone getting stabbed when you I never saw anybody get stabbed. My uh, car got broken into. A couple <laughs> people's other cars got broken into. Uh, what else happened there? Uh, I know we won a lot of the ball dropping. Oh, game. yeah. That game's great. I actually won that with my, showed my nephew the trick like uh, a few months ago. Uh, Dame Busters? Oh yeah. It still works. Yeah, just get away at a certain time. Yep. Go around. Anyways, um, but yeah, so that that's our thoughts here. CM Punk, he is officially uh, back with the within the fold of wrestling. It's very exciting stuff. Whether you like him, whether you don't, whether you want to see what happens, we gave you our thoughts. Don't be shy. Let us know who you think, see who you would like to see CM Punk face. You can tweet at me, at Jason D. Rossi, at BillyD2411. Holla. We're getting real close. Obviously, we've got Survivor Series coming up. We're going to be pre-gaming, post-gaming that one. Then we have December. And December is not just the end of the year. Billy, it is the end of a decade. Yep. All decade team, as they uh, they Ooh. say. So, me, so because me and you, an idea. Maybe we'll make an Top all- 11s. Top 11s of... Podcasters dozen. Yep. Best wrestlers of the decade. Best matches of the decade. Best... Events. Events moments. of the decades. Moments of the decades. Theme songs. Theme songs of the decade. Uh, maybe Spoiler we'll... alert. Glorious on there. Is it already? Oh, yeah. It's already placed? Yeah, 100%. It has to be. Oof. I did make a gym playlist the other day uh, just for motivation of nothing but wrestling songs. How many do you think I put on there within like 20 minutes? Oh, 20 minutes? Honestly, 60? It was no. like, It was 45, but That's still. close. I round up. Yeah. There are so many, and there were there were a ton from like the uh, CFOs who I don't think are long. No, are they still there? I don't. I think they're gone. I think they oh, stopped really? doing the music. I don't know if something mm-hmm. happened, but they had like a period. Was it after Big Cass was on? Because they should have been fired if they had anything. I like don't that. even remember the actual Big Cass solo. Song. When you're bored, after you, when after you're done dropping a deuce, when you probably listen to us, go just YouTube Big Cass solo theme. It's by far. The worst theme song they think they've ever produced. I, don't know. I think one of their best ones, Eric Rowan's banjo one. <clears throat> is, that so on the, is that on the list? Oh, it's on the list. Yeah. So for me, I used to I used to bike before I used to work out. Like I work out at a training facility for a little while. Yeah, brag. Um, and I used to listen to Dean Ambrose just because it was great. It's just like if you're on a bike, oh, if you're just on a bike and you need to go fast or a treadmill, that I used to listen to Dolph Ziggler. I used to listen, and then there was like one other one. It was just odd. It was like random. Alex oh. Riley? No, that's a good one. Tell my face. Uh, it one. was um, AJ Lee. We talked about it earlier. Oh. It's just something about it. And I was just like, if you, I don't know. I can't explain. I listen to weird stuff when I'm working out because I would always, <laughs> We would always watch the, uh, the pay-per-views at my old job like live because we work Sunday nights and every time she came out Nessa would always go, slot it up. No. <laughs> it fit. Perfect. 
Kofi Kingston's on there. Oh. Shinsuke. Probably. Wait, Kofi the- Kingston's in I Just Killed Ben uh, Shelton. I'm eating Shelton. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, who else? Is it Kurt Angle? I've eaten Brian. Uh, oh, yeah. Kurt Angle. All of them. I Old ones. The only thing I will do now with Hulk Hogan is I will listen to his theme because that's uh, Rick Derringer or whoever like, yeah. actually did it. Eat your heart out, Rick Derringer. Oh, it's so good. Unbelievable. Like, they, like I am so shocked by the, the level of music they've put out since like the early 80s. Like they're, the, they're the greatest. Song. They're the greatest music. Pro- they do everything right. Like I was saying this the one last thing, and yeah, we always have a million things we can say. But I will always consider Vince McMahon a genius for this reason. I don't care about today, 2019. Well, you just said it sums it up. Since the 80s, there, this has been over both of our for lifetimes. Over 50 years. Yeah, over <laughs> our lifetimes though. This man has entertained or has given us something to watch. Whether it's I don't give him all the credit or not the credit, but he's been the reason for it. Like, yes. he's pushing and all that, his boundaries, all that. So it's like, that guy will always be the genius to me because it's like, we like, just think about the theme songs. Like, he is the reason that there are opportunities for theme songs. Like, he was buying music at one point. He was, it's just, I, I just, I don't know. Sometimes Jim like, Johnston and Oh, CFOs. that guy. I, I think Jim Johnston deserves a kiss on the lips. If I were to meet him and I and he would kiss allow on the me, mouth. kiss right on the mouth. That is incredible talent. I mean, if you think, and I was having this discussion the other day with some people, a lot of your greatest memories, m- movies, TV shows, are tied to music. Oh, I think I'm gonna say tied to wrestling because I was gonna agree. Well, that too, but like a lot, like the the presentation of a wrestler. If you have a good theme song, you can get halfway there. Halfway movies, there. movies, just not even like Guardians of the Galaxy style or Forrest Gump, where the soundtrack of real music is amazing, mm-hmm. but just like Star Wars, even Home Alone, just the themes <laughs> of the funny jump there. But no, you but know, I know like you the, mean, yes. all just of those White. themes that were created for those specific events are amazing, and even TV shows that you love. A lot of the, yeah, your Full favorite, House. When you think of Full House, like what a random, like out of nowhere theme. The theme is amazing, and that's one part of it too. But just think about the songs that are created within shows sometimes, like the Let's All Go to the Mall, for oh instance, or the. Day man, oh. <laughs> there are so many songs that are created well, like, with guy to, love. Oh, uh, that's a good one. I was even just gonna go back to um, Full House. House with Jesse and the River. The River was forever. <laughs> there are so many like music is such a big part of all of this, and WWE does it. I mean, they they do it better than any wrestling promotion. You could tell just by the first night that we went to AEW, like their songs need a ton of work. They oh need yeah, to, they need to hire CFO. Yes, that's the one thing I will say that their music lacks, except for Jericho, because but Jericho, it's his song. Yes, but you also can see, like, and they, they, they've done this with the CFOs, they've done this with Jim Johnson, this is the last thing I'll say, because we're going long, way longer than I We explained. literally made it to an hour, and I don't know how. No, no, I, no clue, no clue, <laughs> but they they will say, like, you know, when I saw, like, I would watch him walk down the ring, and I would, you know, kind of like, dun 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 and like, every time, like, The Rock came back, I energized his theme a little bit more, and Mankind had an intro, like, they... They meticulously thought about every piece of the song. They don't do that with storylines a lot of the time. Nope. But they do that with every other element of the production, and that's why they're But why is that? Well, you just said... Because of it. Well, no, 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 yes. But Jim Johnson is how many men? One. And he probably has to still get everything approved, but he's like... When, when using Mankind's a perfect example. He came out to like this, was just piano, basic theme, and he had an outro song that sounded like at the end of The Incredible Hulk. Then when his character changed, he was like, we need more impact, we need friendly. And he had that, like a car crash because he was like a human car crash. He, he explained it once. And I was like, this is incredible. Just keep talking. Tell me more. Undertaker, all these themes. You're when, right. I thought you get a to- super talented person and you have the trust in him to be like, all right. Great. Give him. Yep. 
go do and i think that's the problem and we've all done this in every job that we've ever been to when you go to a meeting too many cooks in the kitchen the product gets just watered down that's why like a lot of the times when you see a great movie it's like written directed produced by this guy same guy yep so all right Francis that's it I. so we- <laughs> so that will do it again we'll have best ofs coming up survivor series pre-show when is that is that next sunday i think oh there's a raw in town oh yeah we're going to it and since you made it this far we're gonna i'll tweet out something about how you can attend with us Yes, and not from the tickets I got from my work because I get in trouble for that. So they're definitely not mine. No, they're from WWE. Rossi has a buttload of his own tickets. Yeah, no, they're not mine. They're from WWE. This is a oh, WWE really? sponsored. Oh, yeah, this is not, I get it right from the top. And if you're a 2X shirt, I have a shirt for you. Oh, nice. And I also have a Ronda Rousey hat. I don't think anybody wants that. I love free. Ronda Rousey, but I'm not going to wear free. a hat. What do I wear the man hat? I know. I wish I got a man or a man shirt. I kind of want the man shirt. I have shirt. the man shirt. Yeah, it's a bit like that. I'm going to wear it tomorrow. Shirt. What are you doing tomorrow? I'm going to work. All right, that's it. That's oh, it. and I'm going to Miami. You going to Miami? I could possibly be going to Miami three times in the next four months for work-related events. Tomorrow, this weekend, you could be going. Next week, middle of next week. For what? For projects. Yep. Things. Things. Ooh, lots of things. If you want to go to Miami with Bill, you have to just slide into his DMs, send him nudes, and you better be hot. Yeah, I might turn on the dating apps back down there. And I, honestly, I don't really like to tell anybody what to do, but I think that's a hell of an idea. Miami, also, crazy strip clubs there. Not good ones. We don't like those. It's actually worse than Vegas, I bet there. Really? I bet it's worse. I bet you as bad as things could have been in Vegas, it would be ten times worse than Miami. If I get a night off, I'll dabble. Why not? Always good to make a mistake as long as you don't bring our friend Kevin. All mm-hmm. right, you guys have yourselves a good one. Thank you so much for listening. Follow him at BillyD2411. I'm at Jason D. Rossi. Check out our Twitter accounts. Because we are going to let you know how you honestly can come to Raw. You don't have to hang with us, but you can be, you're probably going to have to be near us. Palm Sorry. tree girls, the palm tree guys. Frank says hi. <laughs>